Welcome to the Dads Know Best podcast, advice for men, powered by Exodus 90. The advice you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another Dads Know Best podcast, which I say every time, the handsomest, the most intelligent podcast that's ever assembled in any form of media. We took a week off, uh, but we're still the handsomest. We're still the most intelligent. Although I will say, when we got on the call before, before we started recording, First thing Pete said to me was, Harrison, oh, damn, you look like hell. And, uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, and I, I, I think that's probably fair because uh, one of the reasons we, we had to take a week off is I've been dealing with getting a, uh, doing a deal to join. I, I posted about it on X and I'll post about it on other platforms today or, or later this week, but uh, to join Sherwood, which I'm really excited about and we'll talk about more later on this show. But, but that, that certainly added some, uh, some, some, I don't want to say stress cause it was fun getting, a, getting the deal right, but, uh, certainly added some exhaustion, uh, to, to the, my past couple of weeks, but I'm back. We're back. We're ready to talk to you guys and fellows, Pete, Joel, how you guys doing today? It's great to be back with you guys. Well, I, yeah. just want, I, I just want to say that, um, I didn't say that <laughs> as, a, as a businessman, as a businessman, I, he was, I, he was more diplomatic than that. I, I, I said you look emotionally at the <laughs> because yeah, I've been talking with Harrison behind the scenes about this. So, you know, I kind of knew that going into this and uh, <laughs> I, actually, I can't be more proud of the dude. I think it's a beautiful hey, man, I'm, I'm so grateful for you. I've got, I've, I've got, I, that's look, anyone who's, who doubts, taking that leap and trying to broaden their network by building something online and, and, and expanding who they have access to. I never would have access to a guy like Pete before I started save your sons, but now me and him are friends and he's a mentor to me. And he teaches he, he, the wisdom that he's shared with me, even over the past couple of weeks, not to mention the past several months has been absolutely invaluable. And it would have happened if I had just been like, I, I live down here in Raleigh, everyone, my, my, my swimming pool is Raleigh, North Carolina, and that's where I'm at. The internet is incredible, man. And it's, it's allowed me to meet guys like you guys. And I can't be, I can't express my gratitude enough for that. It really is. I think, I think the word was disheveled. Disheveled. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what yeah, a disheveled. <laughs> but Dude, a dis I'm also a, a disheveled Harrison though is still more handsome than any other <laughs> podcaster though. It's just yeah. like Jordan yeah, with the flu, yeah. right? Jordan with yeah. the flu is still better than everybody he's else. He's still gonna drop sixty on you, right? Yeah. He's still gonna. He's still. He's, not, still, he's still at the one percent. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also I I ran, I tell I I'm, I'm running a half marathon, which is funny if you know me. Like I, I've never been a runner ever. Uh, but but if you run if you're training for a half marathon, one of the rules is you have to talk about it all the time and be really obnoxious about it. So oh, okay. uh, yeah, that's one of the rules. So I I did I also did a, like a ten mile run on Sunday, and then we're recording this on Tuesday. And I still like my my hip flexors, my my um really my hip flexors and like glutes and hammies. I, I'm like I'm hobbling. I look. I, <laughs> Uh, my wife saw me come in from the from the uh from into the front door the other day after doing something she she was looking downstairs from the window she was like i saw you get out of the car you look like an old man just walking <laughs> like you needed a cane so so between that the disheveled and the uh and the and the training i probably am i probably have put some miles on these past couple of weeks is it uh is there a lot of hills there in uh, oh bro are you on your run yeah, and so I'm in the. If you look at North, if you look at a map of North Carolina, I'm right in the middle. And the way North Carolina goes, there's the coast, which is obviously flat, but then it, then the western part of the state is mountains. So we we have mm -hmm. the whole the whole gamut of geography. And I'm right in the middle where the hills start getting kind of bad, mm -hmm. and uh, and the training, dude. The whole like last two, I ran with my brother-in-law, who's going to run the race with me. And the whole like last mile and a half is just straight uphill. And at one point, at one point I had to slow down. I didn't stop, but I did have to slow down. I was like, bro, I got kids, man. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't croak out, uh, training for a half marathon on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. It's, it's super flat here. So when I run, it's, it's really just like running on a track, but I was in yeah. uh, California, uh, a few weeks ago and I was like, oh, I need to get some exercise. Cause I drove. So I was like, I'm going to be in the car. So let me get some exercise. So it was hills there, and man, that was harder than any leg workout I'd done in a while. Because just Bro. it's just it's just like oh, I was I was done. How long yeah, is everything? 
13.1 miles. 13.1. I'm trying to average right around eight minutes a mile. So if I can do that, that'll be good. That'll be good for me. Some of these guys, like the guy, the guy who inspired me, y'all, y'all know Sahil Bloom. He, he's a big online business, social media mm-hmm. guy. And, and he, uh, he, he's been kind to me too. They talk about guys you never would have met, but, uh, but he, he's like a freaking beast. He, mm-hmm. he'll, he ran a marathon in under three hours, which is, I mean, I think that's your average in like sub seven minute miles, maybe even sub six. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, that's world-class dude. And so he I saw a, him. He was, I was a like, professional athlete, right? He, he was a big baseball player. Yeah. So he's got the genes that I don't have for that. But, uh, but, but still, you know, I saw it, I was like, Oh man, like I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta be a hybrid athlete. And, hybrid and that's what athlete. one of the things that inspired me to do it. I do. I'll do like six, seven miles on like an endurance day and I'll do them at 10 minute miles, man. And I think I'm dying. I don't do that's like, that's, Bro, a, that's insane. Seven, get, sub seven, even, even eight to nine for me is dude. That's, I think it's so. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. I can do one one sub seven right now. Yeah, and I'd I'd like to get to one sub six, but I, I've never run one that fast in my life. Even at seventeen, I couldn't do that. But we'll see, man. With a with a with a modern technology, anything's possible. Soon modern soon we'll all be we'll be walking around with what's the Apple Apple goggles. Uh, we'll be we'll be the, the Apple Vision. Vision. We'll, we'll all be bionic. Is that what they call it? Apple Vision? Apple yeah. Vision Pro. Takes away your vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I gotta say, I, I'm not I don't I think it's too much for me. I don't think I can do it. What what about y'all? I'm going to No, I wanna I wanna hear what Joel has to say. I'm I'm kinda Amish, man. I just got a computer. <laughs> 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 Joel's out here at the public library tweeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? So you know, like I'm, I'm technology. I think we've had this conversation. I think Petey said that he adopts technology very quickly. I am technology resistant. So I had a, so I was coaching high school football, and I just got my iPhone. This is probably like 2012 or 13. I so I just got an iPhone, right? They, this is already like the third or fourth version of it. And I was like, oh, I don't want my, I don't want my phone to break. So I went back and got a flip phone and I tried to go back. I tried oh, to go yeah. back to the flip phone and it was awesome. But when it came time to text, it was just like two, 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 three, 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 zero, zero, zero. And then my yeah. wife sent a text in and I had to start all over again. So I had to go. I, it was really the texting that set me back. But yeah, you, you can't really survive without the smartphone now yeah. in a lot of ways. It's, yeah, it's, it's like people bad. send you videos and links or and you know, it's like, oh, directions, all, all that, all that stuff. But man, I, I I love just like yo, flip it open, boom. Yeah. And then when you're done, close it. Ooh, it's satisfying. A snap. Yeah. Yeah, just snaps yeah. close. Hang up on people, snap. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. But now you just gotta mash mash it when you hang yeah, up on them there's, there's not satisfying at all so I, i'm i'm technology resistant just because it's like well i don't know what's going to happen with this or or i'll let them work out the kinks of it but that like I, I, the the vision thing like you know though you always told like when you were a kid like don't stand so close to the tv right and now you're going to have this thing right in front of your right in front of your face yeah like, that's that, that doesn't just doesn't sound good and how long are they doing that for? Is it like an hour or something? Like, oh, I, like I would assume that people are going to be doing a six to ten hour uh, screen time on this, just like everything, right? Yeah, that's the, that's what <laughs> Apple hopes. And you know where that's going to go with it too, right? Where every every technology, like internet, everything everything goes porn. That's where it's yeah. going to go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm a tech guy. I'm always going to be the first at everything. Up until now, like I had the first generation iPhone once it came out. I remember mm-hmm. I took it, I took it out of the box and I opened it up. I was showing it to people and they were like, what is that? Mm-hmm. You know, I've done all that. Did I you have a Blackberry too? I did everything. Yeah. yeah I had the did Blackberry. It. He I did everything. Pity did everything. <laughs> I, I, I did all that. I, I didn't do social. <laughs> I saw social media. I saw Facebook coming out of nowhere. Um, it actually was more popular. Facebook got really popular in Europe before it got really popular here. Just like, mm. do you guys know that texting got more popular in Europe before it got popular here? So I would text oh, people I didn't know in that. Greece, but not people in America. But anyway, 
I didn't do social media. I saw the tech. I didn't do it. I did it for my companies, not personally. But I am taking a stand at 45 years old. I am not going to do the goggles. I'm not. I don't want to. You know, I'm going to be that father that's not going to know. I don't want to. I saw one commercial flip for it, Apple. That was cool. I mean, I've been seeing all the videos from uh, Alex Finn. Shout out to my friend Alex. Yeah, I've been watching. I, I was chatting with him a little bit about it. Yeah, he's killing it. He made an investment. He bought it, and he's been getting 100 million views. Every video he, like, yeah, it's been making great. It's been funny, funny as hell content. Every video for I sure. see online is his. I'm like, yeah, that's my boy. Good for him. But um, <laughs> he's using it as a tool. Now, that's smart. But... I said that Apple has this one commercial where it shows people on an airplane and have you guys seen it? And the person who's wearing the vision on the airplane sees like a whole like movie, like they're at a movie theater. I, I, mm. can, see how, I can see how that's cool, but I am not going to be a part of this. And yeah. I can't deal with it. It, it. It's just too much. It's too in your face. <laughs> and I, and I like, there's no way that you have, peripheral vision when you're wearing this thing like there's no way you can sense somebody coming up behind you or whatever like your situational awareness just has to go to a, a fraction of what it should be wait people are wearing that outside it's not like you just do it oh, at bro. home people are walking down the street with it and and there's videos of people they're like playing their video games we'll talk about video games in a minute but they're they're like doing their doing their whatever on it while they're in the middle of the street and they're wearing a four thousand dollar piece of hardware on their head just asking to get knocked on the back of the head and robbed. I don't, I, I, it's too much for me. If it was, all right, if it was a, if it were the, if they were sunglasses, like Ray-Bans, mm -hmm. and it had all the other same functionality, I would think about it. Cause that would be, that would be kind of cool. Or just like, like reading glasses like these, like th these are my <laughs> blue light blockers. If I could have these that also did all that stuff, maybe we'd talk, but the freaking, the the ski mask goggles no way can't do it i, it, I can't it's do like it five pound I, it, it's yeah I, yeah the biggest complaint, and none of the people you get none of the people work out though i know they're gonna be people walking around with skinny arms skinny arms and legs and a big thick neck thick neck is nice <laughs> i mean that's gonna be i don't know see yeah you're saying if it was regular I just don't, I mean, you're younger than me. You should partake in this because there's probably be a way to make money off this at some point. Certain businesses, I'm going to have to just check out of this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to lead, I'm going to lead the rebellion against this. <laughs> and like, and I said, so I've, I've been, I made a couple of little jokes about it. I think, first off, I think they look like the face huggers in Alien. Mm -hmm. If you watch, if you, uh, Ridley, uh, Ridley mm -hmm. Scott and uh, James Cameron. Like they look like those things that just suck on your face and then they, they like send an alien spore into your body and an alien burst out of your chest. They look like that, first of all. But then the, I, I just can't get over how heavy they are and how it's just bombarding your face with, with dopamine all day long. It, there's just no way that it's, that it's a natural, uh, you know, none of this stuff's really natural. We got our smartphones and smart watches, but this just seems like a whole huge leap forward and somebody made a good take i saw because like when i post about it people are like well they're going to get smaller they're going to get better they'll be like sunglasses soon but that's not really what happens with this kind of stuff like you look at the iphone today it looks it's it's generally the same size the same form as the iphone when it came out 12 years ago or well, whatever it was it's they're bigger. bigger yeah yeah they're bigger now they're yeah. bigger and like the watch looks the same, like computers hadn't changed that much in the last 15, laptops hadn't changed that much in the last 15 years. So I just can't see these overnight becoming sleek and, and, and fashionable. I think they're just that this is what we're going to have. And if you want to do they're it, not. that's what you're going to have to wear. You know, what's interesting when the flip phones it's came brutal. out, they were, they were going towards sleeker and sleeker and smaller and smaller. Like if they're yeah. in, in Zoolander, the joke was like, the yeah, the one little... was like this big. Right. <laughs> and now I remember the first time I saw somebody with like a, it might've been like an Android and it was like, he had to put it in his back pocket because it was so big. And I made fun of him because it was like, dude, you got an iPad yeah. in, in your pocket. And, but that like it. So with this, I, I think it's crazy that people are walking down the street with them because I don't even like having like headphones on like if it's dark 
and I'm in a you know nice neighborhood, just like or in a parking lot. Like I, I went to the gym this morning, right? I left it was like four in the morning, and I'm in a you know decent neighborhood, but it's like my headphones are out because I'm like, yo, like who is around? Man. To to walk in the middle of the day, like with this on, is just crazy. I don't even wear sunglasses anymore. It's like I I, I <laughs> you get it. I don't know. Like I just want all like all the senses going. Nature, on. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, I, and, think, I think you're right. They're not going to get smaller because I think it's what you said in the beginning, the peripheral vision. I think it has to be able to I – think, I think one of the good reviews about it is that you could see what's going on around you. And how do they do that? It's probably because of the size of it. Oh, yeah. So you can see like kind of the side to side. Yeah. I, 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 I'm shocked. I'm sure if you dug, you'd find it. But I can't believe people hadn't gotten robbed. Like in a, in a large scale. Because oh, yeah. I, when I lived in Philly, dude, on the subway, I saw people get their phones snatched every every couple months. I would see it. Just just they're sitting there and then boop, and the guy's gone. And I can't like this. Just seems so much easier to get off somebody. I can't believe you that can't, people are. You can't steal phones anymore, right? Because they're useless. Right. Yeah. People don't do it anymore. And 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 I don't know. Maybe these are the same way. Like if you steal it it's like tied to their identity or something. So you'll definitely get caught. I don't well, know. Well, people will, will just take it just so they can break it too. Right. Just, yeah, true. I'm <laughs> just a hater. You have a $4,000 <laughs> piece of equipment, like walking around clueless. I'm just going to mess with you and break your stuff. True. I'm sure the New York city subway videos are coming. Yeah. I'll be watching for that. I'll have a little bit of schadenfreude when that happens. And it ain't going to be, be me in the video. Nope. No, sir. Nope. That's why I like I it doesn't matter how, how tough you are or whatever, unless you're Jake Shields. Uh I'm not I'm not taking my chances with any random dude because you never know. You never know who you're dealing with. I'm not fighting over uh, I'm not going down I got kids, man. I'm not going down over a headset. Yeah. Plus I can't fight anyway, so <laughs> yeah, right. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you gotta know your limitations. Like, yo, I, I I got some aggression, but I can't fight, so well, plus they might even they might have a gun, so yeah. it doesn't matter how, yeah. how tough yeah. you are. Yeah. But uh, but Pete, you you stirred the pot on the video games, dude. The the glasses made me think of that. The because uh, I know that it's going to take video game addiction to a net to a new level, and I know that's something that a lot of dads struggle with. Is what? How do we? Can video games be useful for our kids? And if so, how do we? How do we get get some use out of them without them just becoming terribly addictive and damaging? And uh, what did you say? You 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 basically said right now they're cut. You, no no video games they're for done. now. They, right now they're done. They're done. <laughs> I grew up with the Atari to the Nintendo to the PlayStation One. I don't know. Did I? Make the Atari it? was terrible though. So like it's like like if you ever played an Atari, it's like it makes sense why you didn't like video games. That thing was boring. But, but <laughs> I remember being a kid and be like, this sucks. Yeah, but when it, when it came out, it was like wow, it was amazing. But I think I don't know if I made. I, th- I probably made the PlayStation Two. Where was Metal Gear Solid? I don't know. I, I capped out at Xbox. I made it to Xbox. I made it to the Xbox. So I played up until like fourteen, fifteen. I remember being twelve, thirteen, and doing some like all nighters and playing. But I I played role playing games. I used to like the Final Fantasies and all that mm-hmm. storylines. So I let the boys play. I keep on saying the boys. I let the kids play, but my daughter doesn't want to play. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care. She's too smart for that. I'm telling you. <laughs> she actually she mocks them. She says, "Look at these guys. They're addicted." Mm-hmm. Mm. So, and so I let the boys play on the weekends if they've done everything, and I find a couple of hours, I will let them play. I think it's fair. All their friends play it. I'm like, all right, let's do it. I used to kind of tell them, you know, play a game like Zelda, keep it to stuff like that. I kind of let my guard down. They played Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's on, it's on uh, Switch, PD. Switch. Okay. What a disaster. I'm talking about a disaster. About an hour or two passed, these guys weren't talking to me. I'm calling their names. They're not paying attention. I had to, like, I said, put your Switch down. They're not putting it down. 
Now, if you know my household, that doesn't happen. If I, I say something once, twice at most, and they're not doing it, I'm like, put your, put your switch down. Are they doing the handheld version, PD, or are they playing on the TV? Both. They, they do both. At, at this moment, though, they were playing on the handheld. Okay. And one of them put it down. I said, the other guy put it down. And he's like, he's like oh, you, you're not going to tell me not to play? I was like, what? Ooh. What? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> and I was at my parents' house. And I was like, all right, the kids get bored there sometimes. I was like, all right, let them bring it and play there, right? Let me knock two things out. When we go back home, we have things to do anyway. And the parent, the grandparents are like, I'm start screaming. Grandparents are like, oh, my God, don't yell at the kid. I'm like, everybody stay out of this. And, the, <laughs> and you're looking at their eyes. They're like zombies. They're out of it. They're incoherent. I'm like, these guys just had a moment. And I said, this is, not, this is never happening again. Fortnite is banned. And video games are banned for the foreseeable future. I'm going to see when I implement them again. Because now the problem is I've, they've had them, right? So I don't want to take them away completely. But now I'm going to have to bring them in at some point. Very limited. And I'm going to have to choose the game. So, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, dude. I, I've just seen so many stories of kids just completely hooked on them. And a lot of people talk about how they're kind of well, they're, they're also, they can also be good because they can oh. teach kids strategy That's or right. whatever. Like there's other ways to learn freaking strategy uh, than, than playing a video game. But, but to me, we're not there yet. Our kids are too young. And, yeah. But even our, even our oldest, he's only, he'd be about to be four. He, his, some of his friends will get on like iPads or iPhones and they'll talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. And so he's already started coming home being like, when can I get a, fr- a thing like my friend has? Yeah. I'm like, Frickin' never, dude. No. Never. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Ever. Um, but but we all, we'll all have to cross that bridge because there's such a big piece of our society right now. And I don't know the right answer, but I, I, I mean, I definitely, my gut reaction is to come down on, we ain't, we aren't doing that. If I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, don't do it. Don't do it. How, go how back old were you when you got them for them, Petey? How old were they? I'm sorry. I got them to switch when they were seven. Okay. And very limited, extremely limited. Mario, stuff like that. Um, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. I would play with them. They love that. And that, that one, is, that, that's great. If you play with them, stuff like that, and you limit it, I think that's a great time. They really look forward to that. And then I started giving them a little bit more access at eight. And until I put my guard down right now, and that's not happening again, I'm taking it away. They, I did that post, which, yeah, I got the occasional people saying, well, I make money doing this. Yeah, that's great for you, dude. Yeah, good for you. Congratulations, bro. You're one out of the million. Nobody can. Pimps and drug dealers make money, too. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, and then you have the other person. Well, I played video games, and I'm successful. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm not saying you're not going to be successful. I don't want it. I ended up playing because I believe in negatives into positives. I go, if I'm going to take this away, I'm going to do something. So mm-hmm. I just grabbed a chess board. Mm-hmm. I just started playing chess with them. And now we play no matter what, one night, every one game every night, more on the weekends. And, you know, you play a game of chess with them. They look and act completely different, mm-hmm. right? They're not zombies. You see the gears turning. Yes. You see the gears turning. That's, that's the thing. And then I realized I had w- one of my followers said that her son at 20 turned around and told her, thank you for limiting my video games. I saw that. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah wow. And what did I realize? I put myself in that position. I thought about my nephews who are 17 and 18. Other kids. No boy is going to grow. And I'm going to keep on talking about boys because that's what I know about this situation. No boy is going to turn around at 17, 20 and say, how dare you not give me more video games? No. They're all going to say thank you. Mm-hmm. So that's the stance I'm going to take. They're going to thank me later. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard, man, because you said something interesting, Pete, because I, 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 my parents didn't want me to have them. And I never had one until – so I was like prime time. Born in 86, which means I would have been, I, yeah, yeah, I know. 
I would have been. Uh, it's a good year. That's what I'm saying it's like '86. It was a great year, yeah, bro. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, Jordan was just hitting his stride in the in uh, at, for New Chicago. York. New York, we, we, the Mets were big, but then the uh, so so I would have been seven or eight probably when like Super Nintendo came out, and then I was ten when sixty four Nintendo sixty four came out. And that was the first, that was the first one that I really wanted. And I begged my parents for, and they're like, no, 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 no. And finally they broke down and said, all right, if you save up your own money, you can buy it. And it was like $200. It's a lot of money. Then. It was. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I, I, you know, did chores or whatever to put together. It took me eight months, however long, finally got $200 together. And they're like, all right, I guess we'll let him buy it. And, and even then, dude we had the technology was way worse but it was so addicting mm -hmm. so and i remember th like i didn't know it at the time but looking back as an adult i would sit down there you just freaking drooling hours. for hours yeah hours but here's the interesting thing though my parents always thought it was so stupid and they never took any interest in it and i loved it when mm -hmm. i had it when i was yeah. a 10 12 13 year old yeah but what i really wanted was like every now and then my dad would come by and he would say, Oh, th those graphics look good or whatever. When he saw mm -hmm. Mario 64 and I was like, my dad thought this was cool. Like that's, that's awesome. And I wanted him to take an interest in it and come play it with me, but he never did. And so when you said that Pete about if, if you have them playing with them, like to me, looking back at my own childhood, that would have made a, that would have been awesome. That would have been a memory that would have really meant something back then. Now, whether or not video games are good or bad for you, put that aside. But that—that that is one way that is dad's a really low friction way for us to create some type of positive bond and memory with our with our kids, with our boys. It is. It's. I've done it many times. It's one of those things I wish I could do more. I got to push myself because I find it extremely boring. And <laughs> you, you aren't on there on Smash Brothers being uh, uh, Zelda or Bowser or whoever. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be trying. I'm gonna try to do it more now when I give it back to them because I'm gonna start it with me doing it with them. But that's easy for us to say. How many dudes are out there who sit around with their kids and play it for five hours? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's too long. They're they're just as addicted as the kids are. Yeah, yeah. We 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 held we held out on ours, so we kind of had like we kind of went through like we call it an adventure, but we kind of went through a, a rough patch with our family where it was like we were moving, 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 and the kids were kind of flexible with it. And so it's like, hey, we finally got into this house where we're at because there were some delays, and it was like, let's get them something cool. What can we get them? It's like, well, they're kind of the age now where we get some video games, and so so, but we had we had held off on it. And um, I think they wanted the what's the one before the switch? Was it the the Wii, the one with like the movement one? I was yeah. actually I was actually looking for that one, but you I couldn't find it anymore. So I was like, oh, we we you. I don't I don't remember which one it was, but I think that was the one, right? Was like they had like tennis, and you can yeah. So it was like, all right, let's let's get it for them. But then it was, I heard uh, Minecraft is good for like coding and stuff like that. It's not too fast paced. So let's get that game for them. So we we have a lot of kids. So they have they have the one switch and we have one TV. So we only have one TV in the house. So that's good. So it's <laughs> but there's a lot of fighting because it's like, hey, you have one hour, so they have to negotiate, like, hey, you get 20 minutes, I get 20 minutes. So there's there's a lot of fights that happen just because it's like, hey, you went over, blah, blah, blah. So all that. But I I've noticed that that same thing as PD. It's like sometimes when it's like you kind of let them go, it's like, hey man, I told you you had to get your laundry done and nothing's done, and you said you were gonna do this and it's 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 not done, and you know you're I'm calling your name and you're not listening. We need to do something about it. So we actually they they were just grounded, <laughs> so we took it away <laughs> for like a week, and it's it's really interesting because it's the things that they would normally. Like so, my kids play sports ball too. They play basketball, so my like my kids will like work on their their basketball game. They they play instruments, so they'd work on their instruments or just like draw pictures. Like I, I say, hey, create something. They would go for bike rides and do all that stuff because it's like the the video games is like a 
easy dopamine low level like it's like you know like us like watching tv right it's like i'm just a plop down and watch tv instead of reading a book like it's 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 less effort to, to do this like it can be mindless so we noticed like they were getting along they were listening more they mm. were being creative like you know they would start to like in, in the mornings they make themselves breakfast they, they cook breakfast because they homeschool so it's like they don't have to rush off so it's like hey like i'm gonna make myself breakfast and make some for my brothers or you know w- whatever but the behavior is we almost wanted to keep them grounded because <laughs> it was actually it was actually no tv also so it was no tv no no video games and no ipad or anything and it was like wow like my wife and i were talking it's like we kind of we really like liked it when they were grounded um but my like so i have so it's like my different kids have like i have one son that can play video games and it's like okay i'm done but i have one that's like video games are like all he wants to talk about is video games video games so i i found that that kid is actually very strategic so he likes he really likes playing chess he so he'll want to play on my phone and so it's like cuz i'm that way too because i was that i was that kid like uh I could sit and play video games like seven hours or, you know, on a Saturday, just like, yo, like whatever I'm playing, I'm playing video games. It wasn't until I started playing sports that it was like, Oh, okay. Like dudes, I had to find somewhere else to channel that kind of like strategic energy that I had that was applied to video games. So, you know, so, so the one kid, he actually gets like 20 minutes a day to play video games and, th- and that's it but the other kids don't so we we have this, this thing in our house like life's not fair so how come he gets it? it's like no that's that's what he needs because we have the dynamic in our house too where there's a lot of a lot of people in the house so that's kind of his like escapes so to speak where he can go like okay he can have this on his own and, and and go and do that but but generally though the the attitude here is like let's let's limit it because we want you to create we want you to work on your instruments we want you to work on you know whatever skills it is that you have work on those first and then maybe we'll get to video games and even then too when we're watching tv so huh, hulu has a home improvement on there and it was like oh. they were the kids were laughing because it's allen? not these tim allen tim yes. allen yes. yeah tim allen so they're laughing at the rrr it's like you know so it's like yeah. he's actually like a you know he's not not the goofy dad but you know he's a, he's a funny dad and they're laughing and I'm thinking like, oh, they're used to watching like these YouTube videos, which again is something that we limit because it's like this mindless nonsense that just kind of comes at them. And so it's like, oh, so we have to be very strategic about not only what are they watching on TV, but what are their, what are their video games are playing. So Minecraft was one that there was like, okay, it's kind of creative and it's not so fast paced and flashy. Like Smash Brothers, I was watching it and I was like, dude, what the hell is like, this thing is just like lights and sounds dinging and ringing i'm like oh man this is this is crazy so you know they have that and they actually kind of tend to to go towards minecraft anyway but anyway like i did the minecraft thing though it's very i did the minecraft thing for about a month problem with minecraft is it's very addictive and they don't stop it ever Uh uh-huh i have to i have to stop them we we and... put them we put them on a timer, Petey. So they go really? they go because our 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 TV and kitchen are kind of like connected. So it's like, yo, put the timer on, and then so we all hear the beep. And it's like, yo, time's up. So here's that's good. Well, here's my connection with Minecraft and YouTube and iPads. iPads are banned in this house mm-hmm. completely. Good. They're yeah. not they're not ever coming back. They're done. <laughs> um, I I think I, I iPads just terrible and. YouTube is banned mm-hmm. for now because yeah. when they weren't playing Minecraft, I would find them watching videos of other kids playing Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell are you, what is going on here? <laughs> I'm not going to do this. And, you know, so I just stopped that too. But I, I think I'm going to try when I, when, I, when I bring it back after I play with them, I'm going to do a round of Minecraft because my, going back to that post, it was just full of people saying Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I missed something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't care for it. The one that was fun because I'm, I'm a, you know, close in age to to Harrison, but uh, Mario Kart was. I remember oh, it was bro. fun to play. So it was, it was. That's kind of fun to play with the kids. So it's like because it's multiplayer and it's not as chaotic as the Smash Bros game was. So I like racing games. Those are always kind of fun. And Super so, Smash is like 
chaos what is going on on the screen man i have no idea it's like a, <laughs> and like i used to play like street fighter so it's like i i like fighting games but this is just like are you just smashing buttons because these buttons so uh if the, if the kids are gonna play anything with me it's like yo let's play let's play mario kart but they did have a like they do have some of these classic nintendo games on uh on switch and so i got i got one that has castlevania which was a fun game like i liked it so the, it's it's a little different ex- different experience because it's like you're playing an old nintendo game on the switch so they kind of like that too so because it's like a different I, pace yeah. and the I graphics did, I, aren't I as crazy route. i did that route the nintendo classics uh, that, that was a that was good but that that doesn't last long <laughs> no i got to yeah it was like there all right we're good give, give us our give us our uh smash bros <laughs> yeah the, the youtube is so addicting and oh. and because i'm on youtube a lot now because that that's one of the ways i'm going to work on growing sherwood is is because youtube has a has a money algorithm by the way like you can grow there with the right the right stuff but uh so i've been i put my kids podcast on there to funnel it to the podcasting platforms and to sherwood but the the so i i get fed now like kids stuff when i'm just on there for work and some of the stuff that they put on my in my feed is ridiculous, man. Mm. Like there's this one thing that that's like it's like Smash Brothers with just the colors, the lights, the sounds, and and they're like little cat, they're like little cats and dogs, and they look like I swear to God, they look like uh, they look like furries. They look like little, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And like and, and like I, yeah, dude, I see that. I'm like these these look just like the people I see dressing up like dogs and furries at the furry convention but it's for little kids and they have these weird demonic sounding voices and the every the, the sound is just mm-hmm. a little bit wrong mm-hmm. and everything's a little bit dissonant and mm-hmm. and abrasive and i'm like this is evil dude what it, uh, i would and and you have you cannot find out who makes it you yeah, can't make, find out you can't like, find out I, it's got to be china it? or somebody it has yeah. to be because because they're like the, and they sneak in there and they make hours and hours and hours and hours of this stuff. And little kids whose parents don't know any better get sucked in. And then they look at them and they wonder they turn out like they do. They're going to furry conventions at 20 because they've been groomed by mm-hmm. this stuff their whole lives. Well, that was the thing with the video games. Like they're not allowed to connect to the Internet. And so being like yeah, that's being, good. being that's uh, was it a technology Amish or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. like like they're like, oh, I want to play with so and so. I was like, no. You're gonna just play, what do you call it? Just like single player. You can't talk to anybody. I don't want anybody to be able to to reach you. I don't care about you know you redeeming your points or you know whatever kind of rewards that are that are on there. Like you buy the chip, you play that game. You're not connecting online because it's like I don't I don't want somebody like I'm a you know twelve year old boy. It's like no, he's actually some thirty year old man like trying yeah, to talk nah, to my you don't kids. Need to meet. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, and they right. and they they have no they have no clue too. So like I, I want my kids to be innocent. I don't want them to be naive. So we're you know we're having those conversations like yeah, just because this is on YouTube and because that, that's the thing with YouTube, man. I feel like I could go off on this is it could be some kind of kids video or video game in the commentary that comes on here. It's like this is not commentary for kids, but why are they why are you listening? So they they weren't allowed to watch videos with commentary and then it ended up like again like the video games the behaviors were kind of like off and it was like oh this these youtube videos that you're watching no we're done with it so when they watch youtube it's like strict with us or if they go over to like somebody else's house like yo no no youtube or no 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 when our kids are over there you're not going to be on your phones if other kids have like we know we know they have phones like put put them away because it's just it's just nonsense that bombards them the golden era of video games in this house so far the good the good months were when i let them only play sports not soccer right fifa (laughs) nba (laughs) and all that but you know you know what the problem with that is they would get into brawls (laughs) they would get into brawls so (laughs) That competitive ends, that ends early because yeah that uh they'll get into fistfights hey look at i talk mess about video games but 
if the NCAA football video game came back out, I'd go that buy. Was legit. I would go buy a PlayStation Seven or whatever it is and go buy that and play that with my kids. But since they got rid of that, that was like the one game I played. And since they don't make it anymore, that's basically when I stopped playing video games. What What was the year Reggie Bush was at USC? Like oh five, oh six, oh four, something yeah, like 04 that. To that yeah, yeah, that was the that was prime time. Yeah, dude. yeah. And uh, and Damakong Sue, I think I used to be him. <laughs> They couldn't really, they couldn't really call them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like number number ninety seven. Yeah. yeah, and I would just do, I would just do like a, um, I would just, I would just rush the passer every single play, like around the end, and just like fifteen sacks a game yeah. or something. <laughs> just like, yeah, create a player. He's like, he's like six five, two twenty, runs a four four, yeah. ninety nine strength. Like, yeah, it's like I'm gonna win the Heisman with this guy. Just, just twelve Julius Peppers all on one team. You know, business wise, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you guys off. But I've always wondered: Sony, Nintendo, and Xbox, why are they so cheap? They could put those consoles at three thousand dollars, and everybody would buy them. I think they yeah. do subscriptions now. Is uh, where they make their money. But, but think about it, right? It's like you buy this console. I think we used to buy the consoles for like two, three hundred. Mm-hmm. They're still like three, four hundred, right? Mm-hmm. I it's don't know. I haven't bought one in a while. The Switch yeah, I think was like two hundred. Sure. The Switch was like two hundred, something like that. You, you know, people would pay like a thousand dollars for these consoles. Two thousand, no problem. I mean, look at the Apple Visions, three thirty five hundred, right? Oh, you know, you know what, PD? I think there's like, uh, like I was like rewards cards or points that you can kind of like buy for the game, and that's kind of what they want to sell you also yeah they they want like they want the barrier to entry to be low so that they can get more incremental revenue from the subscriptions yeah is now now you can also say maybe put your conspiracy hat on which i love to do and say they just want they want it's subsidized somehow and they want as many people to adopt it as possible that's what i'm saying Um, but but like for i can for the pure business case i get it it's like you give away the you give away the uh, this TVs are the same way. Mm-hmm. You, you give away the TV and then you sell the you give away the hardware sell the you sell the software. Yeah. But um, you know, it was a movie, PD, that I just watched. PD, you'll like this is OK Player, and uh, I think it's a Steven Spielberg, but it's basically like in the 2040s, and it's like oh, Ready Player One, Ready Player One. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, they have yeah, the yeah. goggles on, and everybody is just like infatuated by video games that they now live in the video game set because life kind of sucks so they escape into these video games but they put all their money all, all everything into into these these video games that are not or they're they're so real they're you know so like i was watching that and i was like dang this thing is kind of not far off. off it's not yeah it's like yeah. this is this is not my talk about minority report and it's like oh you could see that yeah so it's like Ready, ready is it ready player? I don't know why I say okay. Ready player, player one, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually really, a really a good, really good movie. But yeah. it was like, oh man, like that's I could see even... us like heading that direction. Like people like that's, investing that's their right. life savings just so they can get like this new trinket in a game. And it was just like, what are you kidding that's me? Right like, there, that's right there. I think I saw a post yesterday on Twitter. I didn't get to read it. I think it was Mike Cernovich. You guys know Mike, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's that guy's what a critical mind. Anyway. I think it was his, but the title was, I got to get back to it. They want you stoned, watching porn with the headset on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Spending right? your money and spending your money and, think, and think losing that. your life force. Yeah. People are going to get stoned. They're going to put the headset on. They're going to watch porn. Porn's gonna, never going to have looked better. It's, yeah. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> right. And then they're gonna like they're gonna swoop that away, and then they're gonna play video games. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a TV screen over here, and they're gonna have their um, TikTok over here. What a disaster, man! <laughs> what an utter disaster! I didn't go for a walk this weekend, and I felt like shit. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's the pharma, pharma companies benefit as much as anybody else. So there's this verse in the Bible, basically, like if you're gonna if you're gonna take a man's house, you have to tie up the strong man. So basically, mm-hmm. we have men who are now tied up in porn, tied up in alcohol, tied up in weed. How do you take their houses? Well, they're not paying attention, right? How do you take a country? Like, nobody's, nobody's paying attention. We're so engrossed in these escapes that, you know, you come and take whatever you want. 
Mm. And you know what? That's that's beautiful, Joe. Guess what, though? I'm going to be the bearer of bad news. As an investor, you're always taught to zoom out, right? Zoom out. Hey, your stock's down for the last 30 to 60 days. and You want to do an impulsive sell or buy? You got to zoom out. See what's been doing in the last five years. I think if you zoom out on what you said, Joe, I think we're screwed for a while. I think this is going to take a long, I think the pain's going to come. And before we seek to actually fix this, I think we have decades ahead of us of misery. Not for yeah. us, for them, but we're going Well, to... that's why, you know, that's, that's a huge reason why what we're doing is mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Really, it is. And we joke around on the show, but, but we all know the real reason we're here. And it's, it's because if we can set the example of what a man can and should be, then a lot of these problems, at least we're fighting back in some way at, at a reasonable scale. And, and that's, that's the best we can do from where we sit today. And I think that's why I think we get along. It's like we all want each other to win. Like I, I want Petey's house to be awesome. I want Harrison's house to be awesome. Selfishly, why? Because if your house is good, then that means you're going to produce good kids. And that means I'm going to have my kids are going to have kids to play with. Right. So if like, you have a house in disarray, like if you live, people, people will say like, oh, you know, whatever people do in their house is their business, which I get. But if somebody is cooking meth next to you, that's, that's, that's a, that's a problem. Right, right, yeah. brother. So, I mean, it's not the best analogy, but if your if your house is is full of strife and angry and you know not making money and all the health problems that come with it, and fathers are absent, like that's going to have an effect on me, even though I'm not directly responsible for it. It's going to affect my kids. So, the more men who are you know being responsible financially in their in their fitness, their health, all that. It's good for their family. It's good for their kids. And so the more the men that do that, the better off we're going to be. People, you're, what you just said, there's a select group of people online who will find you as a grifter. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the saddest thing in the world. If, if I will dive into what people are saying about PDB, oh, he's a grifter. He's this. And it's like, I'm not selling anything. I'm literally not selling anything. Then why would you do it? Because I want people to get better. I want fathers to feel what I'm feeling. I want people to win with me. People just don't get it. And it's very sad that we've come such a long way where guys like us are sharing this wisdom and these words and people question it. Right? But who got questioned most of all? Jesus, right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, on, a, on a practical matter, let's think about this though, PD. If you were, if you were playing you know, drinking and uh, watching porn and playing video games, would you be coaching your kids basketball games? Nope. No. Right? I've been there. I've actually been there. Sorry to cut you off. I've actually yeah. been there. Uh, my kids are nine. When they were five, they started something. I don't remember what. Oh, they did soccer. I, I wasn't a part of that. Yeah, I didn't you weren't. even go to the games. I was like, oh, I would tell my wife, Oh, they're young. Who cares? They're not even going to remember. I was always traveling, business, partying, hungover, this and that. Guess what? I was lying to myself. Mm -hmm. I was lying to myself. I just didn't have the drive and I was coping and I didn't want to like say the truth to myself. Now I think back, I'm like, wow, what an idiot. Maybe that's why they didn't like soccer back then. Damn. Because, cool. Right? Hey, maybe because hey, I, I wasn't a problem. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> no, that's, that, that, that hit me hard though, dude. Like may, that, that might be why yeah. that might be, that probably is why. Cause it dad is why. didn't, you know why, you know why? Because I put them back this year and they loved it. Yeah. I was coaching the team. Mm -hmm. Well, you think about the, all, all those, like, I, I don't know, like, so all of like pop Warner and everything, that's just a bunch of dads who go out and coach their kids and coach other kids. And that means, that means a lot. Like boys at school, you know, it's not the same for them as like they go on the football field or like basketball where it's like they can get yelled at or encouraged by a, another, another grown man who like has a family, who is like, you know, has a son. Like that's like, I think it was, uh, I think it was Snoop. Like he was like, yeah, when we, when we were, when we were kids, it was like, yeah, the football coach was just like the, you know, the, a neighborhood dad christian upstanding dude we all res we all respected him and and now 
you know, that is that is that happening for a lot of kids where it's like the, the little leagues, the popcorn or football, the basketball, where the kids are getting this opportunity because like, so my kids, for instance, I don't coach my kids because it's, I have so many kids, so I can't like make it to other games. So like, it's, that's just really a, a time, a time issue for me, but I, I'd like to actually get back into coaching once my kids are a little older, but like, like they're always looking for coach. Like they're always looking for, for people to coach. And it makes a big difference when you have men that care and men that have that, like they're, that they're, they're available and you can't be available if you're consumed with pursuits of pleasure that really don't lead anywhere. You want to hit this question? Cause that kind of ties in. We can hit this question real quick. What's the question? So it was a guy wrote in, um, I'm, I'm not gonna say his name cause he wrote it privately. But he said, I'm a, I'm a 34-year-old dad of an almost two-year-old boy. Being a dad is the best, so new dad. Being a dad is the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I enjoy your content as I follow you on X, Instagram, LinkedIn. I started listening to your podcast, Dads Know Best, Boom. this week. And yes, I have rated it five stars, he yeah, said. Which, man. by the way, if you're listening, rate this freaking five stars. You, you're 50 minutes into what, this might be our greatest episode yet. And every <laughs> single one keeps getting better. And you're sitting here listening. You, what are you doing? Driving to work, listening in your, in your headphones. You hadn't rated it five stars. Stop what you're doing. Pull out your phone. There's, you, just, you just swipe one time. It takes you two <laughs> seconds. And you hadn't done it yet? That's ridiculous. Come on, Rate son. it five stars. Come on, What son. are you thinking? So he said, uh, I constantly have thoughts about how to get more time. Rate it five stars. I constantly, right now. I constantly have thoughts about how to get more time Yeah, with my, with my wife and son. I want to be the best role model I can be for my son and future children when that time comes and to help influence and develop other young men to be the best they can be. So how did you guys end up making the decision to do what you're doing, talking about helping dads and, and helping men? And then how did you take your life back and get the freedom to do what you want? So I think what he's saying is, he's feeling really busy and overwhelmed and doesn't have, doesn't have the time to, if he wants to coach soccer, wants to coach football, basketball, whatever it is. So how did we get to where we're at and, and how do we manage the time? I think it's the crux of his question. Well, I'll say for me, I'm still working on it. So I'm still not, that's a good point. I'm still not. So, (laughs) So funny enough, so last year at this time, I went on a retreat with Harrison and Andy. So I'd been working on whatever it is that I do. I was trying to figure out what it is that I do because I think PD kind of understands that he had this eye for business. Harrison, you with marketing. For me, I was just like, yo, I'm just like, I I initially, when I came out, I, I wanted to teach high school and coach high school football. Like that was what my goal was. And then realizing it's like, yo, like this is kind of going to suck for my family. Like I've been, <laughs> I've been like make, trying to make that transition to like, this is the new reality because I am very much like, so Harrison says he's born in 86. I'm born in 82. I was, I was groomed to be an employee. Okay. Like that's something that I've realized about myself. And it's like, okay, what is it that I have to offer? And that took me a while to figure it out. Like, what is it that I have to offer? And I found that people would ask me about marriage or, you know, family. That was just what people would come to me for. And it was weird because it was like, I don't, I was like, I I thought I was gonna make my money in real estate and that's where I was like headed. So what I, what I, what I had in mind and what actually happened were, were two different things. So I think the main thing is, is like, cause I'm going through it now is just figuring out what your gift is. So like my work, my job is not my work. We, I think we talked about the five pillars of like what God gave Adam. He gave him work. My job is not my work. My work is working with men. That's where I come alive, where I feel like, oh, there's Joel. This is what I was made for. Like, you know, we talked about the guy with the woodworking, right? It's like, that's where he comes alive. Like, oh man, I could... I, I feel so privileged to be able to talk to men and help them in their marriages or help them with their families. Like that's where I come alive. So I think the first thing for, for this man is figuring out what his, what his work is and go from there. And don't lie to you. He has to not lie to himself. Cause I used to tell myself that I'm very busy, <laughs> but I found time. Yeah. Yeah. And then that time turned to more time mm. and now I have an abundance of time. Yeah. I'm not saying that that man is going to have an abundance of time, but you can find the time. You can carve it out. 
right? And if you want to start coaching, I think that's a great way to be a role model. And that leads to a lot. I think coaching is the best. So it's so it's it's so much fun. The kids are so much fun, man. They're so much fun. I can't wait, dude. I'm gonna be all over it. And 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 depending on who you are as a coach, you have the most. There's a certain influence, right? So I have coaches. I have assistants. My kids, like the kids that I coach, they love that I can run up and down the court when we're playing basketball, mm-hmm. that I can run up and down the court with them. They love that I run suicides mm-hmm. with them. They, I walked into the game um, on Sunday a little bit late, and once they saw me, you could see they like start telling their opponents, that's my coach, that's mm-hmm. my coach. Mm-hmm. You know, they asked me, some of them asked me what I'm going to wear to the game because you know why? They want me to wear like a tank top. And then they start like showing off, look at my coach, He's, he has muscles, this and that. And yeah. <laughs> I think that is the most rewarding, amazing thing I've ever experienced. I, I, I've done some crazy stuff in my life, but that brings such a smile to my face. Because you know what? That kid's going to grow up to remember that, and he's going to want to work out, and he's going to want to be fit, and he's going to be healthy. And that's such a beautiful thing. Well, the cool thing, too, is if they ever see you in like 10 or 15 years or 20 years old, guess what they're going to call you? Coach. Well, I know, right? Coach. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like, coach. Hey, yeah, man. I, I can't remember you because you were like one of 800 kids, but I, your face looks familiar. Yeah, coach. That's me. Yeah. yeah. So th- this guy, this, the part of this, one part of this guy's question is how did you end up making the decision to do what you're doing? And I guess he means like going into business and, and, and working for bu- building business and building companies. And for me, that decision actually was less driven by I wanted to be present for my kids because I kind of put that separate because I, I agree with Pete. There's time. There is time. And, it, and you make time for what's important. But when it comes to me going into business for myself, that was purely I can't have a boss. Mm-hmm. I cannot have a boss. I can't do it. Some people can, and that's great. And that's, that's, it's a me thing. It's a me problem. But I can't do it. I can't do it. And it doesn't matter if my boss is Steve Jobs or Elon Musk. It can be the smartest dude in the world. You're not going to tell me what to do. End of story. And, and, uh, and again, that's a me problem. It's a character defect, but it also has a, a, a bright side that makes me the whole person that I am. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, like any, any character trait has its, has its light and dark side. But for me, that, that's what, that, to answer that question very simply, how did you end up making the decision to do what you're doing? It's because I'm not going to take I'm not going to be able to function in an environment where I have to be told what to do, even if it's just the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's that part. But then the part about how do I find more time? I don't think I have more time now than I would have if I was working a corporate job. I mean, I probably do. It depends. I, I work as much as I want, uh, but what I, how much I want to work is driven by what I want to achieve. And what I want to achieve is very lofty. And so it requires a lot of effort. And so I probably do work, I don't know, 50 hours a week right now, maybe, which is, which is less than, which is what? You work more when, you, when you're a businessman. Yeah, you, you end more. up working more. I'm, I'm awake, I'm working. That's it. Right, right. And, and, and somebody asked me, a client asked me the other day, they were like, how, they asked me a similar question, like, how much do you actually work? And I couldn't, I, it was hard to answer because it's like, I'm, I, I work as much as I need to. I work as much as I want to. And then I also stop when I want to. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sometimes I'm working right up until the moment where my four-year-old, almost four-year-old comes in and says, dad, let's play. Then I stop mm-hmm. and I stop no matter what. I don't care what I'm doing. I stop. And so the time is there. And, and what I could coach guys to do is pull out your phone, look at your, go to your screen time and tell me how many hours a day you're spending on that iPhone. And I don't know anybody who's under four when I've asked them that. A lot of guys are six, seven, eight mm-hmm. hours a day on that phone. You're telling me you can't find another hour or two to, to do something with your kids? You can. The time is there. Now, I know there's bedtimes and kids wake up early, they go to bed early, whatever. Don't, the excuses. You can find the time, but, but people, don't, people prioritize what they want to prioritize. And at the end of the day, the hours are the hours. We all have the same amount and we're going to spend them in the way that means the most to us. 
So I don't do this all the time, but today I woke up at two thirty, not on purpose. A.M. Bro, yeah, not on not on pur- not, not on purpose, but it was like, well, I'm up. I might as well <laughs> go to the gym. A, so I went to the two, gym. Two thirty a.m. is not a, why I'm up. Yeah, yeah, that's not even morning, dude. That's still that's still late night. <laughs> So, but it was like, that's not even early morning, but it, no. was, but it was like, Hey, I know I have a lot of calls today, so let me get, I'm already up. Let me get ahead of it so I can do what, I, do, do what I need to do. So again, this is, that's not normal for me, but it was like, well, I'm up and you know, I look forward to doing this with you guys. I have, I have client calls, but I still have, you know, the job. Uh, that's a responsibility that I have. So it is, it is what it is, but when I have these moments, when I get to talk to Petey and Harrison, like I look, I really look forward to talking to these guys. I really look forward to talking to my clients. So it, it, it makes it worth it. And now like I'll have the rest of the day with my kids because it, I got up early. Now, would I prefer to stay up later to watch a movie or get some sleep? But you know, it's, I'm kind of used to not sleeping now, but I, I do like to sleep, but either way, it's like, it's, it's fun. So find the thing that makes it worth it for you. Like, sometimes you could say that like, Oh, I want to do this for my kids and stuff, but sometimes you just need it for you. Like some guys just need it for you. You got to find your woodworking, your coach, whatever it is that stirs you up. Like people get so involved with sports ball and the super bowl. And I, and I get it. I I love football, but you got to find the thing that, that gets you going. Harrison works 50 hours. Why? Because he, there's a part of you that likes the work. Petey likes the work. It's a it, yeah. work is not work is not a curse. Work is the blessing. Yeah. And it's what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. But in you, you you know, you have things that need to get done. And to me, it's really, I need to exercise. I need to work. And I need to be with my kids and my wife. Take a that's walk, it. take a walk, right? Get outside. Yeah. Get take, some sunshine. Yeah, get some sun. <laughs> and, and that's, that's not that complicated. Mm-hmm. It's not. And then there, and I sleep seven hours. All right. Nice. There's plenty of other hours in the day to get that stuff done. And that's what I do. And that's just what it is. Yeah, I had one of my sons homesick yesterday, and my wife was busy doing other stuff, so she wasn't home, and I had him all day with me. Yeah, I was working all day. I was working the entire day, and it's like I had this paparazzi with me who was asking me the hardest of questions. <laughs> you ever hang out with like your nine-year-old, your kid? Do you ever realize the questions they ask you all? Bro. Dude, like, it's hard hitting. I, I thought I had like Barbara Walters, like, like <laughs> Dad, Dad, um, were you poor, Dad? How come, how come, Granddad uh, didn't do this? Um, hey, um, do you like being on your phone? Hey, do you, it's like, dude, what the? <laughs> we gotta record this. This is insightful. Yeah, I think one of my cut to the one of my chase. favorite one of my favorite questions my kid ever asked me is. Do you think Jesus knows karate? <laughs> yeah. That's like, I, you, yeah, I think so. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. He knows everything, right? Sure. How do you, Joel, how do you um, control your impulses when you've heard one too many stupid questions? Bro, I'm, so look it. I am a yeller. I actually am a yeller. So I, I and I like yelling. Okay, so like the football coach in me likes to yell, so I have to be like, "Yo, yeah, yeah." Like, yeah, so, yeah. so sometimes it, it is like, you know, it's like you get these ridiculous ones, it's like, "Yo, you need, you need to, you need to, you need to stop." So, uh, the word for patience, like people like, like, "Oh, God, give me patience." Patience actually means long suffering. <laughs> 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 So it's like I, I I I think I'm a lot more patient now, and and I you know it's like it kind of comes along with having kids and being in the season for for so long. But yeah, sometimes it's like you know what I need quiet. Like sometimes in, on a car ride, it's like hey, the radio is off because I can't deal with any s- s- stimulation or 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 whatever. Or hey, like how about you just use your brain, think about like what you're asking right now because I actually do get some like nonsense questions. Like you just said hey we're going over here and like three minutes later it's like where are we going again i just told you where we were going oh oh <laughs> but it, i think it's very important for and harrison will learn because harrison they're still young but it's for fathers out there who are listening because i had this conversation with my wife yesterday and she's like how'd it go all day and i was like you know i got that internal dialogue at one point where i thought am i just a terrible father why can't i 
this kid is asking me all these questions. Yeah. I, you know, I got to the point where I'm like, uh, yeah, stop, mm -hmm. just, just stop. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets to that mm -hmm. point, you know, it's patience, right? I, I like, I like Joel's <laughs> description. Long, long suffering. suffering. <laughs> it's long suffering. That's what I was good. doing yesterday. I was suffering for a long yeah. time. <laughs> so, so one of the things that we just like talking about like TV. So, my kids have like headphones and they have like little, so, but when they sit in the front seat next to me, they're not allowed to listen to their headphones. Cause like, if you're sitting up front, then you're talking to me or you're paying attention. So like when we're, we're driving, it's like, Hey, what street are we on? Which freeway are we on? Cause it's like, I don't want my kids to be like, have no idea how to get home or like whatever major cross yeah. streets. So that's something, that's something that, that we do or I do. My, I think my wife does it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the car with her most of the time but that's something that i do like just to have a conversation with them what street are we on what direction and it's kind of easy here in phoenix because everything is like on a grid northeast so like california it's probably like harder but yeah man uh patience like that's, 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 that that's just that's just that's just something though it's just like sometimes it's like all right they're funny or sometimes they're, they get ridiculous with it so it's like you know what we need to, we need to need to shut this down i can't deal with all your questions because sometimes it's three or four of them at a time it's like yo stop like hear what your brother has to say or talk over him but yeah on that note we we should wrap it up i hear my my youngest upstairs <laughs> yeah, screaming that's the that's the he's, time to wrap that up yeah yeah i'm gonna go hang out with we'll see what he's doing but fellas thank you as always you can find me at save your sons on x it's still I, I put my face out there today so that's who that's me but i'm like keep who the that, hell is this guy it's like oh that's harrison yeah. <laughs> i gotta get used to I it i had a I had to put an authentic picture. I have my, I look about the same the bags under the eyes. Uh, the mm -hmm. uh, kids were on my back or in my lap when I took that picture. But, uh, but that uh, you still find me there. Check out SherwoodKids.com. Check out Exodus 90. Boom. We'll, we'll put a link to where you can find them. And, uh, and fellas tell them, Pete, tell them where they can find you. Then Joel, and then we'll sign off. You can find me on X at real PDB one, two, three. You can find me on Nintendo switch. <laughs> <laughs> no it's a joel uh what is it uh at the t-h-e-j-o-e-l-l-o-p-e-z on x thanks fellas and we'll talk to y'all we, we, we got another one we'll record at the end of this week i'll try to get this one uploaded it might it might be cutting it close to get it today but we'll, we'll be coming at everybody uh real soon with with this beautiful recording okay.